Chapter 40. Faith gives one the ability to not panic. The red-tailed hawk swoops down. I squeeze Michaela's paw and wait for the pain of that sharp beak snatching me up again, but it doesn't come. I hear a yowl and throw a desperate glance behind me as I keep running. The hawk is attacking Lucifer. She yanks him off the ground, zooms skyward, and opens her claws. Lucifer drops like a ton of ball bricks. Of course, cats are very good at landing. They have an unusual, unusually flexible backbone and are born with a riding reflex, so they have the ability to reorient their bodies as they fall and land on their feet, which Lucifer does with a yelp. The hawk dropped him over the driveway, which is made out of concrete and full of pebbly potholes. Lucifer landed right inside one. While he's hissing at the moon, I lead Michaela across the street and into Haley's backyard. What, what, what is this p p place? asked Michaela, her voice shaky. I suspect she may not have traveled as widely as she once told me she had. We'll be safe in this house, I say as we bound up the steps toward the back door. Do humans live here? Yes. Then we won't be safe. Yes, we will. This human is different. We hop through the pet door. Upstairs, I whisper. I'm afraid, says Michaela, as, as we tiptoe up the hall. There's no need to fear, I tell her. My friend Haley is very sweet. Really? And exactly when did a human and a mouse, mortal enemies since forever, become friends? Oh, about a week ago. We met over crumb cake. We traipse across the floor and scale Haley's bedside table. It's late, so she's sound asleep. I politely sit on top of her alarm clock and wait for her to wake up. Michaela hides behind it. I don't see how you could ever be friends with a human, Michaela whispers from her hiding place. They hate us. Well, I say, pausing to reflect on the matter, I suppose I could be friends with just about anyone, provided, of course, they wanted to be friends with me. You're strange, Isaiah. Thank you. But I prefer the term different. Haley yawns, opens an eye. Michaela gasps and ducks behind the clock. Hello, Isaiah, Haley says sleepy. Since there's no keyboard handy, I just smile and wave. Who's your pretty friend? She asks as Michaela peeks over the top of the clock. Any friend of Isaiah's is a friend of mine, Haley tells her. Now it's Michaela's turn to smile and wave, but she does it much more timidly than me. You guys hungry? Haley swings her legs out of bed and slips her feet into some very fluffy-looking half-shoes. Let's see what's in the kitchen. My mom brought home cream horns from the bakery. Michaela pops up from her hiding place. Haley just said the magic words. Chapter 41. Words have no muscles, but they are strong enough to break a heart. Isaiah. While Michaela feasts on her midnight snack, Haley and I chat. I suspect that Michaela finds my keyboard dancing to be further proof of my peculiarity. After all, she can't read the words I'm typing on the screen. Then again, she may not even be watching me. She has an entire cream horn to devour, and she has buried her face inside its frosting. How's school? I ask. Better, I guess. Whenever Melissa calls me zit, I just laugh at her. Good for you. And I have a pretty cool English teacher, Mr. Randall. He likes reading books almost as much as I do. How about you, Isaiah? If you can write, I'm guessing you can read. Either that or you're just a very talented tap dancer who has no idea what all this goobly gook is on the screen says. That makes me laugh. So my next sentence says goobly gook. I quickly compose myself, however, and compose a quick verse. I like books. I really do. Books with stories and pictures, too. Books of mice and things that grow. Books about Haley, who I am happy to know. 
I do another split to hit that exclamation point, but it's worth it. When Michaela finishes as much of her cream horn as she can stuff into her stomach, Haley packs up the rest in a clear plastic bag. She also gives us an entire package of something called string cheese. Be sure you guys peel off the plastic before you eat it, she advises. And this cheese is made from string instead of milk, I ask. No, it's just stringy. But they couldn't call it stringy cheese or people might think it's made out of boogers. What's a booger? Never mind. Come on, I'll give you two a ride home so you don't have to worry about bumping into Lucifer again. She stows our goodie bags in the front pocket of her hoodie. Then she bends down to the table so Michaela and I can hop into the hood. The soft cotton lining makes for a very cozy carriage ride. She's very nice, says Michaela, as gravity causes us to snuggle together down in the peak of the hood. The nicest human person I've ever met. I concur. She's different from most of her species. We lean back and bask in the moonlight as we gently sway back and forth. It's like riding home in a comfy hammock. Michaela sighs contentedly. She's very happy, I can tell. We're snug and warm and safe. Michaela, I say, would you mind if I sang to you? After all, it is customary for boys to sing to girls, especially girls they've developed a certain fondness for. Maybe I really have become Isaiah the Brave. I can't believe I just said that. I'd love to hear you sing, says Michaela, her breath as sweet as apple pie. And so I sing my very best mouse song. One thing I forgot to mention, all those talents I possess may have crowded out some of the other talents I might have if I were a typical normal mouse. For instance, singing. I'm pretty bad at it. Enough, she says laughing after a few sour notes. My turn. Then right there in Haley's hoodie, Michaela sings for me. It's ultrasonic, so Haley can't hear it. But I sure can. It's loud and resonating, but sweet and emotional at the same time. The lyrics are simple, all about the moonlight and how it makes young mice under its spell fall in love, and how love is all that really matters. It's heavenly, even better than warm apple pie.